Hi, this is Tom Vasich, and this is the UCI Podcast. From cutting-edge research and clinical trials focused on cancer care to creating a new center devoted to protecting personal data privacy, UCI researchers are blazing new paths to help change the world. And their impact only keeps growing. In fiscal 2019-20, which ended on June 30th, UCI researchers received the most funding in campus history, $529 million in grants and contracts. That's an increase of 20% over last year's totals, and it represents awards from federal and state agencies, leading foundations, and forward-thinking companies. It reflects strong and growing support for UCI's top-ranked faculty, its first-rate facilities, its diverse and talented student body, and community-based programs. Leading the effort to keep our researchers well-funded is Pramod Garkonikar, the Vice Chancellor of Research. He joins the UCI podcast to describe how the campus has become a research powerhouse. Thanks for joining the UCI podcast, Pramod. In the four years you've been at UCI, research funding has nearly doubled and now surpasses the goals of the campus strategic plan. How does that make you feel? makes me feel great, Tom. I mean, I think it's a tremendous achievement for the campus. And to do it uh, in this time period is just absolutely fantastic. And I, I congratulate everybody involved in the UCI research enterprise, our faculty, our students, our staff, uh, who came together to reach this major milestone. Yeah, this is the second straight year of double-digit growth uh, in, in, in grants and contracts funding. How do you explain that, you know, explosive growth over two consecutive years? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I, I think this uh, has been in the making for quite some time. And my feeling is that a lot of things that my predecessors and I and the entire campus community have been working on for the, for the last few years, came together uh, in, a, uh, in a way that just led to major successes. And well, what are I can, some of those areas? Yeah, I can point to a few things. Yeah. Uh, well, first and foremost, it's the quality of the faculty, okay? I mean, nothing like this happens if you don't have high quality, highly creative, highly energetic people. And so I would say faculty, existing faculty are a big uh, reason, but then we also hired new faculty. We've been hiring new faculty pretty much since the time I got here. Uh, we have a number of creative programs in, in new faculty hiring. One of the ones that was very research oriented was our faculty hiring for leverage research excellence program under which we hired people uh, who could collaborate with others on campus, but also take advantage of major research investments in new facilities. So I think that program helped. So I would say people is number one. Number two is uh, strategic investments in infrastructure. And that takes many dimensions. Uh, first and foremost, uh, investing in research equipment. As you know, Tom, uh, modern scientific research relies on state-of-the-art instrumentation without which you really cannot do anything. And 
so the campus uh, has been making investments in uh, in these types of facilities and instruments and capabilities uh, our urban materials research institute uh, is a prime example of that investment but there are many others so i would say building the research infrastructure has been uh, across the board and has been a big part of this success and third is to provide support to our faculty here i'm thinking of uh, things such as seed funding programs things such as our research development officers uh, who don't write proposals for themselves but they help faculty write proposals and i think they they made a big uh, difference uh, to campus's success in research. Uh, I think we have created a very nice environment for collaborative research. So our team science accelerator lab or team scholarship accelerator lab uh, was a major uh, initiative that we took, which allowed us to support our faculty who want to work together across disciplinary boundaries and go after major opportunities. So, you know, to explain uh, the, the, the tremendous success of the university, uh, it's all these things that we've been working on coming together uh, in a coherent and synergistic way uh, with, with uh, creative ideas of faculty, but support from leadership uh, across the board, uh, I think has led to this success. Well, I was looking at the, the data for fiscal year 2019 and 20, and pretty much across the board in all areas of campus, there has been a steady increase in research funding. There are a few areas that really stand out, and one is in engineering, especially with the National Science Foundation. And I know that's very close to you because you are an engineer and you have worked at the National Science Foundation. Right. So, so what's really particularly gratifying about the new, the new funding for the Material Research Science Center and also uh, a developing center in data privacy research? I think, Tom, that's, that's, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I mean, as you, as you mentioned, I used to be the head of engineering director at NSF, so I kind of saw it from inside. And now here I am uh, in this role, and I was just so thrilled when we got the news earlier this year, uh, a couple months ago, that NSF had decided to fund our proposal for a materials research science and engineering center. I wanna put that in a bit of a perspective, Tom. Uh, one of the goals for UCI has been to land a major nationally visible center, uh, either from NSF or NIH or DOD, and you know there are these marquee centers that people talk about nationally uh, when it comes to to this so for example for nsf it's the science and technology center or engineering research center or materials research centers and so these were always uh, in our eyesight as a major goal for the campus to land one of these marquee centers and uh, we we have tried for it before uh, and we tried again and Professor Pan, along with a number of colleagues from engineering and physical sciences worked together uh, and we were successful on this try. And it, to my mind, it positions UCI uh, among the very, very top research universities in the nation uh, in having one of these uh, very high visibility, uh, ultra competitive research center. So to me, that was a major goal uh, for the university that we were able to accomplish this year. And I give 
kudos to uh, to the entire team led by professor fan in making that possible uh, the other project that you highlighted tom uh, was led by professor marco pulo uh, along with colleagues in ics and that's a very very competitive project in uh, cybersecurity and uh, i was just delighted to see uh, that grant come in because uh, it is on a problem that's of great contemporary interest which is only going to grow uh, over time uh, and that is to do with uh, mobile uh, uh, internet of things uh, and privacy and security issues as we implement these technologies all around all around us so uh, great progress with the national science foundation overall i think we increased nsf funding by i think 15% or something like that uh, so it was a very very strong increase and i think it's uh, it's particularly meaningful because nsf funding is the most competitive and in in many many ways the most pure form of peer reviewed funding and so when you succeed in these kinds of competitions that is actually a tremendous tribute uh, to the quality and the work of our faculty you mentioned the importance of having uh, these um, major centers uh, you know these marquee centers that very few other universities have it's worth noting that we also received major renewal grants for our alzheimer's disease research yes, center this year absolutely and our institute for clinical and translational science these are considerable achievements for any university but now uci is starting to become a regional center for major institutions uh, in many different disciplines and that's happens mostly in the last five to 10 years, in the last couple of years, in particular, these in, in the areas of you know, cybersecurity and also material science. Is that a, how does the Office of Research help the investigators prepare these really complex, dense, you know, complicated proposals uh, in order to, uh, to compete for these type of center grants? Tom, you, I mean, you put your finger on one of the major uh, factors that leads to success in current day uh, research environment, which is the ability of the university to put together complex, large, multi-investigator proposals that cut across disciplinary boundaries. And you mentioned uh, our renewal of uh, the ICTS grant, which is uh, an NIH funded center uh, for translational science and also the Alzheimer's Disease Research Center grant, ADRC. Uh, and, and both of these were very complex proposals where what we did from Office of Research was to work with the faculty team uh, and, the, and the principal investigators and said, you all will do the science as well as is possible. What we want to do is to help you with putting everything together and making it as polished a document as possible. So what we did was to provide support uh, in every aspect of grant preparation, uh, other than the scientific content, which has to come from faculty. And I think we did that exceptionally well uh, uh, in ICTS, in ADRC, but also in the MARSEC grant and, and also the cybersecurity grant. So I think across the board, uh, when I mentioned to you earlier in this discussion, uh, the role of research development officers they play a big role and these are the colleagues who are not going to be PIs on the grants, 
but mm-hmm. without them doing the work of pulling these proposals together and working with the team and meeting the deadlines and getting graphics done <laughs> Uh, there is just so many parts to writing a great proposal today uh, that the work of our research development officers is very very critical also noteworthy uh, was uh, you know the non hard the non hard science areas yeah. on campus continue to do well particularly the school of education under dean aram have been bringing in major foundation grants uh, to help understand you know, diversity in education and what's the best way to teach kids. Um, I know that he's, uh, Dean Aram is leading a massive uh, national study. Um, foundation funding is becoming very important to supporting uh, social sciences, humanities, the arts, uh, social areas of social ecology. Um, how is that pipeline being developed because we're seeing again steady growth with these uh, non-federal sources of, uh, of research uh, revenue. I think Tom that's a, that's an excellent point. Uh, you know one of the most pleasing things about this year's performance was how well we did with the with the private philanthropists and uh, and gifts and so forth for research. Uh, and you, you highlighted School of Education, but also social sciences, social ecology, humanities. I mean, there are many areas on campus that uh, benefit from funding from private uh, philanthropy. Uh, I think uh, it's a different world than the federal uh, funding world. And what it requires is having a deep understanding of the missions of these foundations and connecting the work of our faculty with the missions of those foundations. Uh, and I think we have an exceptional group of faculty who understand these different foundations, each having its own mission. Uh, and then we provide uh, working with uh, UCI advancement, uh, the right kind of infrastructure and staff support to help the faculty win these, uh, win these grants. I'm very excited about the work that's going on uh, that you mentioned in the School of Education. Uh, you know, as you think about the COVID-19 crisis and the massive shift to uh, remote education uh, and then what comes after, uh, I think the kind of work that's being done uh, on understanding uh, learning and teaching uh, in this new environment will, will really catalyze the next innovations uh, in, in the future of uh, future of education. And uh, I, I'm very excited about what we will learn in the course of uh, next year or two, building on uh, the data that's being generated through the remote learning experiment that's been done nationally, actually globally. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Uh, I can just see a transformative change that could occur in the delivery of knowledge and uh, and the learning and education uh, that uh, could have profound impact on the future of, uh, of higher education. Mm-hmm. So very exciting times, Tom. And I'm just yeah. delighted that our School of Education is playing a leading role in this. Funding for clinical trials also increased significantly. It's $70 million this year, which is a 55% growth. 
and this funding is allowing our physician researchers to test the latest treatments and cures, which is vital to improving the health of everyone. It's really exciting to see UCI start to reach its potential in this important area. I give a lot of credit to the leadership in the School of Medicine and College of Health Sciences uh, in their focus on clinical, trial, clinical research. Uh, you know, research in biomedicine uh, needs to be translated for benefits to people. And that happens through clinical research. And one of the things that we did last year uh, in the School of Medicine was to start the Center for Clinical Research led by Dr. Daniela Bota. And she just brought tremendous energy to the clinical research enterprise and has really transformed it. Uh, also, uh, the, our Chow Family Cancer Center had tremendous success with clinical research because again, in the cancer area, uh, clinical trials are absolutely essential to translating discovery into uh, benefit to patients. Uh, so I think uh, what's exciting, Tom, is uh, this is just the beginning. I feel that clinical research on our campus uh, and in our UCI health system can really grow much more than what we have seen so far. So I think future is very bright uh, in clinical research. I think the need is there. Uh, I think the resources are gonna be there. And I think we now have the leadership and the faculty to take advantage of it. So I'm looking forward to uh, continued growth in clinical research and really uh, more than just the money, it's really translating discovery to helping people. You know, the strategic goal was to reach $500 million. You've done that. What's the next goal? <laughs> well, you know, I think uh, one thing we need, Tom, to be sure is that we capitalize on this. That is, we, you know, so we have had tremendous growth uh, and we need to make sure that we consolidate our gains and make sure that this is a very uh, solid and robust gain. So that is... Uh, the, the first order of business. But then beyond that, I really think that uh, in many, many areas, we can continue to move forward. We talked about several of them on this call. The, the new faculty still not hit their full stride. So I think that there is a number of, uh, of colleagues who have more uh, in terms of expanding their research uh, portfolios. So I expect growth there. Uh, I think there's a lot of wins that have occurred that can lead to follow-on funding in different uh, areas. And, and so I think we can continue to grow. And I would look forward to, to continued growth uh, of UC Irvine enter Research Enterprise. Thank you again, Pramod, for joining the UCI podcast, which is a production of the Office of Strategic Communications and Public Affairs. I'm Tom Vasich. Thanks for listening.